Welcome to the Industry.Fashion's In Conversation podcast, where we invite you to tune into the stories of some of fashion's most inspirational leaders. From the history of their careers to the current priorities for their businesses and advice for their fellow fashion friends, these conversations cover it all. The In Conversation series is staged in proud partnership with Klarna. Kim Dolder is the Senior Vice President and General Manager of Abercrombie & Fitch Group owned Gilly Hicks. Having officially relaunched the brand this summer, Dolder was the brains behind a host of new initiatives, including launching unisex clothing for the first time. The relaunch also saw the introduction of a new logo, a standalone concept store in Ohio, new product categories and a UK store debut in Westfield, London, next to an existing Hollister store. In her job as Senior Vice President and General Manager, Dolda oversees every element of the brand, from its ethos to product offering, merchandising, online and in-store experiences. No one understands the brand like she does. She tells me, Tom Shearsmith, Senior News and Features Writer at The Industry.Fashion, about her extensive career so far, why being gender inclusive and size inclusive is so important to her and the brand, exactly who the brand is aimed at, and what the future holds for Gilly Hicks in the next 12 months. So Kim Dolder, Senior Vice President and General Manager of Gilly Hicks, how are you doing? I know you're in a completely different time zone to me, but your day must have been busy so far, I guess. Oh my gosh, yes. Um, very busy so far. It's it's the afternoon here. So we've already done a lot this morning, including just going through our holiday, um, our holiday sets for the year. So I'm excited to be here with you. Oh, well, thank you. I'm excited to hear everything about Gilly Hicks as well. Um, if I focus first, however, on you, you've worked at so many fascinating companies, um, you, if I was to go on your LinkedIn, for example, Abercrombie and Fitch takes pride and place there, but you've got places like Target, Under Armour, and now you're back at Abercrombie and Fitch handling Gilly Hicks. Um, I mean, I've just done a summary, but tell me a little bit about your career so far. Sure. Yes. I've been so lucky to work for some incredible brands that you just listed. Um, those incredible brands I've been able to work, um, in different, in different facets, you know, in specialty retail and mass retail, um, across wholesale. So a, a really great experience across all of those. Um, and I've got to work on, um, performance retail, which is, which is really wonderful because it's about making product, um, that performs for customers versus product for aesthetic sake. So, um, I've also worked across many disciplines in the industry. I've worked across merchandising, sourcing, and design. And all of those have led me back to Gilly Hicks. As you mentioned, Tom, you're right. I started my career, um, at Abercrombie and Fitch in the early 2000s, at which point we launched Gilly Hicks the first time. And so I really feel like this is a homecoming for me and coming back to, to Abercrombie to lead the brand into its, into its future. If I was to ask about all the different areas that you worked in in these industries, do you have a favorite that stands out to you? Like, do you prefer the merchandising over the retail? That's such a good question. I get asked that a lot because I've done all of them. What I would say is, I've loved all of them for their unique reasons. Um, what's hard for me is just doing one at a time, which makes it really great to be in a general manager capacity because I can list the things I love about each of them. Um, so I'm best when I get to do a little bit of everything. So general manager is a really good role for me. What was the draw 
obviously back to Abercrombie and Fitch and to take over and relaunch Gilly Hicks. Right. So no brainer for me because Abercrombie and Fitch was really about culture. We have such a great culture here um, and it's all about inclusivity and collaboration in supportive teams, which is amazing. Um, And I knew that from working with Abercrombie back in the early 2000s. Um, So I wanted to come back to work with the the best and the brightest in the industry, which is what the company has. And then obviously having launched Gilly Hicks the first time in the early 2000s, it had a special place in my heart. So when I was, um, when I had the opportunity to come back and lead the brand, it was really a no brainer for me. So for those on the outside, be it those in the industry or those who are listening and are just consumers, what is Gilly Hicks? What is the, if you had to sell it, it, you know, like an elevator pitch, Right. what is it? Sure. Well, first I will explain Abercrombie um, and Fitch um, is the portfolio of brands. So Gilly Hicks um, sits within that portfolio of brands and that's Abercrombie, Abercrombie Kids. Hollister, and then Social Taurus, which is the newest brand by Hollister, um, which is built by um, social media stars Charlie and Dixie D'Amelio. And then Gilly Hicks is a part of that. How I would explain um, Gilly Hicks since our relaunch in July is it's a gender-inclusive brand, and we sell underwear, loungewear, and activewear for Gen Z. Um, Our mission is really to help Gen Z find their happy place um, because we know they're the most stressed-out generation of all time. Um, So that's Gilly Hicks in a nutshell. Obviously, you said that the brand relaunched in July this year. Um, If I take you back just a bit, what is the timeline of Gilly Hicks? Sure. So Gilly Hicks came back um, in 2013 under the Hollister umbrella and saw immediate success um, selling. Essentially, underwear was the focus for the brand when it came back under Hollister. Um, And it's been growing um, ever since we launched it, um, relaunched it as part of Hollister in 2013. So we really um, have spent the last few years um, with the team redefining what Gilly Hicks will mean to our customer. And we relaunched it this July, um, again, as much more than just an underwear brand, but an underwear, activewear, and loungewear, really lifestyle brand for Gen Z. Um, and we're on a mission to 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 do both, to still, still stay, stay connected with Hollister, but also launch um, Gilly individually so it can stand on its own. Um, and we did that with the launch of our first standalone store here in our backyard in Ohio in July. Gilly Hicks has obviously been on a journey in terms of retail and its customers, but why is Abercrombie & Fitch choosing to grow the brand and invest in it now at this point in time? Sure. Well, it was already seeing, as I was saying, um, growth um, without a lot of focus. And so the company said, let's invest um, since we're seeing such great growth and really maximize the potential. So Gilly is a growth vehicle for um, for the portfolio of Abercrombie and & Fitch. And it, it felt like the right time to invest. And really, the, the relaunch in July is the culmination of many years of hard work to get it to this place. Um, but it it's it definitely is prime for for growth from here forward and obviously um under the the bracket of Abercrombie and Fitch Gilly Hicks probably closely aligns the most with Hollister in terms of both retail and target demographic and um the newly launched social tourist I remember writing about that a few months ago yeah um obviously it closely aligns with them but can you tell me about the specific connections between Hollister and Gilly Hicks? Because there are definitely shared traits between the two. That's right. Well, the the, the most common shared trait is that we 
all of those um, Hollister, Social Taurus, and Gilly Hicks all service Gen Z. And how Gilly is uniquely positioned is we love our relationship with Hollister because we're servicing the same generation of customers, but Gilly Hicks offers completely different product segments versus what Hollister offers. So underwear, loungewear, and activewear, you heard me talk about, those are all product categories not sold within Hollister. So Gilly has the great benefit of being connected to that that great customer base that Hollister has and serving that same generation, but with that whole different set of products. And... Obviously, one of the things that, um, as a lot of the people who listen to this are from the B2B world, that they'll be quite interested in is the finance or the performance, if you like, of the Gilly Hicks brand. Um, obviously, you said there was the relaunch early this year. If you had to look at the last six to 12 months in business, how has Gilly Hicks performed? Uh, We're so lucky. It's been doing really well. And so as we reported with Q2 earnings, um, we saw 30% growth um, year over year. Um, And Gilly has been on a trajectory of seeing double-digit growth for several consecutive quarters now. So it's a really fun growth story for the brand. Yeah. I mean, in terms of growth, you launched the only dedicated Gilly Hicks location in the UK presently um, in Westfield, London. I was That's there right. on the first day. I went to see how it was all set up. I love the store. Um, and it's a great place to to have your first store again. How was that for you or the brand? Have you been to see it? Obviously, I think COVID restrictions have probably meant that you haven't had much of a chance. It's true. It's been so hard. Um, we have the same format here in the U.S. So I've seen the format in the U.S. Um, that you saw at Westfield. And I obviously saw it live over camera, but haven't been yet because of the COVID restrictions. But I'm excited because in two weeks I will be there. Um, so we're finally able to travel again. And I'm really excited to get there and to check it out live in person. Oh, it's it's incredible. I'm, I'm sure you'll agree. Probably more so because you've been so close to the conception of it. Um I mean, going forward, if I was to take the the bubble of the Gilly Hicks store in Westfield, um, I hope the plan is to introduce more retail locations in the UK. Um, What is the strategy like that? Uh, Especially in the UK focused, I guess. You're right. The plan is to continue ex- to expand in the UK. So I love that you had such a good experience at Westfield because that's just a start. And that's a side-by-side store. So a little bit smaller format than our standalone store format that we launched here in Ohio as a test. So what I can tell you is that standalone format that we launched here in Ohio as a test this summer, we've seen incredible results from it. So that will inform um, a strategy um, going into 2022 to continue ex- to expand in that format. And you will see us have a presence um, in the UK. Um, The UK and Europe in general is a key growth strategy for this brand in particular. Um, So you will see more from us in that region. So you'll have to stay tuned. Oh, that's exciting. Um, I'm I'm sure. Have you, you've been to the UK before, I presume? Of course I have. Yes. And I love it. There's lots of places where they would welcome Achille Hicks. So I'm sure they'll be excited when you announce who, where, and at what time. I can't wait for you and um, all of your your listeners to see where we're going next there. If I'm to look at the brand, you mentioned it yourself about inclusivity, but Gilly Hicks does a lot for inclusivity, both in terms of gender and sizing. Um, when I visited the store, it was one of the most incredible things because it means so much to certain people. And then to others, it's, it's something they don't even notice. But when I visited it was so good to see a lack of specific terminology and signage linking to 
what's what clothes are defined for men, which are for women, etc. Um, can you just tell me a bit more about you know that kind of inclusivity that you're really striving for with the brand? Sure. It touches my heart to know that that resonated with you um, because it's so key to our strategy is to be inclusive in all aspects of what that means. And gender, you're right, is a big part of that. And so when we relaunched in July, we launched um, with the relaunch with the intention to be more gender inclusive, as you were saying, to be gender inclusive, as you were saying. Um, And so we make products for males, females, and um, any gender in between. And so what you probably noticed in the store is we merchandise by end use versus merchandising by gender. Um, And so we have the end uses of loungewear, activewear, and underwear. And um, no matter how you identify with regards to gender, you can find something that that fits that fits you because whether it was um, the product was built to fit on a male or female form they're all built from the same fabrics in the same colors in the same print and pattern so we're not as a brand trying to define what is female or male um, we're um, you know we're trying to exist I think within um, without those boundaries if you will mm-hmm. I mean it's it's always good to see when a brand does such great work for either gender inclusivity, size inclusivity, or any other category that needs something shouting about because they're not represented. And I think one of the the things that Hollister and Abercrombie, and I hope the same trend continues with Gilly Hicks, is the promotion of LGBTQ rights as part of that inclusivity. Um, You've already started with the signage and the terminology that you use. It is absolutely at the core. And we thank you for noticing, by the way, and um, all of our brands, um, you know, really look to be inclusive. And, you know, I talked about those other ways, but LGBTQ plus is another way that we look to be inclusive across all of our brands. So the Abercrombie brands partner with Trevor Project um, on that initiative and Hollister and Gilly Hicks partner with Glisten so that we hear from um, we hear from these groups and then we make sure we're doing right by servicing them in the way that we intend to. Uh, okay. I wasn't aware that Gil Hicks had already done a partnership with a brand. Can you just tell me a, a bit more about that? Sure. So the partnership we have with Glisten is in tandem with the Hollister partnership. Um, an example is um, for Pride, we look to show up with products that empower um, that, that group. And so we work with that group to design the products um, that we put out um, as part of pr- our Pride celebration. Um, and then anything that we do in that, in that space... Um, we, we partner with that group to make sure we're doing right by it. Um, so it's been a great partnership for us. Now it's time to hear a bit more about our partners, Klarna. Klarna lets customers pay up to 30 days later or in free installments at thousands of online stores such as ASOS, River Island, Michael Kors, Made.com and many more. Find out more at Klarna.com. Obviously, I've asked you about the you know, the demographic that you cater for. And as you've just given me an example for, you probably cater for a lot more people than you give yourself credit for. Um, But obviously I'd love to know what product categories you're in. You said it was lifestyle and there's underwear, but can you break it down just a little bit further so that I can, well, everyone listening can understand if they went into a Gilly Hicks stall, what they would see? Sure. So I say lifestyle because we have, 
underwear, loungewear, and activewear. The, the brand really started as an underwear brand, and we've expanded in the last several years into those other categories. So when I say underwear, you'll find underwear for, um, for all genders. Uh, really key to that strategy, you talked about inclusivity. We want to make sure that we're maximizing size inclusivity. So you'll see fabric innovations like Future Stretch that accommodates a, a much wider range of sizes than our core base range of sizes, um, because just the name says it all, Future Stretch. Um, it stretches in ways that other fabrics can't. So you'll see underwear, um, you'll see bralettes, um, and that's our core underwear bucket. And then you'll see loungewear. So the coziest lounge products that you can ever imagine wearing, joggers and shorts and tops to, to lounge around in, which is so key right now for the world that we all live in working from home. Um, we find we're, um, we're doing a lot in our cozy business. And then activewear is the newest business that we've, we've layered on. And activewear, again, for, for all genders, is things to sweat in. So anything to, um, to get your workout going and to sweat in, anything from sports bras to two-in-one shorts to leggings um, to shorties, that, that's the whole activewear business that we're growing and is seeing incredible growth since we launched it last year. And in terms of the material, because if I take the underwear, for example, even the feel of the underwear feels incredibly rich. It felt, it feels like there's so much quality and consideration that's gone into it. Can you just give me some of the materials that you use on products? Sure. Um, a lot goes into our fabrics. And a key to us is that they're the softest things that you've ever touched. So it's like touching a cloud. Um, and so you will notice no, notice no matter which product category you're going into, you touch the fabrics, again, incredibly soft. And that's something our customer tells us they value, even in their activewear. They, they value that it performs for them. It wicks sweat and does all those things, but literally the softest things you've ever felt. And we do put a lot of consideration into the build of our product, and it is very high quality at a really sharp price point. So I love that you noticed that. The other thing that I will say, and is really important to the, to the UK customer sustainability so the core fabric that we use in activewear for, for all genders is made of 90% recycled polyester, um, which is really great for us. It's a start in our sustainability efforts, and we're looking to build from there because all of our customers care about sustainability, but none more than our European customer. And in terms of sustainability, is there anything that you can tell me about that is, is worth shouting about, be it what you're doing presently or a goal for the future? Yes, I would say what we're doing presently is um, a really big share of our activewear assortment, as I was saying, is built of sustainable materials. Um, and that's really resonating with our customer, and we know that they care. So we're looking to expand that in 2022, which will include a partnership that I can't talk about just yet. But uh, it's a very exciting partnership that will help us um, bring attention to what we're doing in the sustainability space. So stay tuned for that one. If I'm to ask about the product range by region, I would kind of imagine that some products vary from, you know, the, your typical American audience to the UK. Is there anything that you've done differently? Sure. It's true that there are a few nuances. I would say in general, the product assortment is is pretty much the same across regions because it resonates in the same in the same way. One nuance that we have found is that we over-index in our underwear business in Europe, um, whereas we over-index in our activewear business in the U.S. And what we find is that in Europe, customers aren't wearing activewear um, for every day as much as the they are in the U.S. So said differently. 
a European customer isn't putting on leggings and a sports bra to run and get coffee the way we do in the US. So that's why the activewear business is larger in the US and the underwear business is larger um, in Europe for us. If I focus on outside of the UK and look at Europe, um, what does the Gilly Hicks portfolio look like in Europe currently? There, there are. So we have a concentration in the UK, as you mentioned, and then Germany and France are other really big regions for us. The Germany customer loves Gilly Hicks. And so we do really, really well in that region. So we have a few formats. We're sold in all of the Hollister doors um, in Europe. So over 100 doors. And then we have 30 um, locations that are either a side-by-side store, like what you saw at Westfield, where it's a Gilly store that's on its own, but sits next door to a Hollister. Or we have carve-out locations where it's the same expression. It's a, it's a Gilly format, but it's at the back of a Hollister store. Um, so those are the expressions we have today and then more coming in 2022. And in terms of uh, the customer, is there a different customer between different areas of Europe? Or is it, as I would presume, they're probably quite similar in who is shopping at Gilly Hicks? Sure. I would say, yes, nuances Europe to North America and to the US, but but quite similar between the UK, Germany, and France, which are our biggest regions within Europe. Th- those customers are, are much more similar across those regions. Mm-hmm. How is the e-commerce going for Gilly Hicks? It's, it's going really well. So we had a huge milestone this summer when we had the relaunch, um, and Gilly Hicks now has its own website and app. So you can visit gillyhicks.com and all of those regions that I mentioned and shop Gilly online or download our app, which is the best way to experience the brand um, and join our loyalty program. Um, but our e-commerce sales have been incredible, especially in, um, in Europe. I would say our e-com sales in Europe have outpaced our e-com sales in, in North America in their growth. And if I was to look at e-commerce as a whole for the entire Gilly Hicks brand, um, Do you know what the balance would be between physical retail and e-commerce? Sure. I can't speak to the exact percentages of the split, but what I tell you is our business is um, pretty evenly weighted between our brick and mortar presence and our e-com presence. That being said, you'll still continue to see us invest in brick and mortar presence or or physical presence with our stores because it creates such such brand love with our customers and and drives them to to purchase on e-com with more confidence. So you'll still see that investment on our end. And if I'm to look at the future, because obviously you've, you've told me a huge amount about uh, the past uh, history of Gilly Hicks, which I will say is incredible um, for what you've done in such a short amount of time, um, really, when you think about it, is it's really incredible. What is upcoming for the brand? I, You know, you said you were looking today at Christmas stuff. Right. What, is there anything you can say in terms of exciting things that are upcoming? Um, what I will tell you is um, we're excited to still be connected with Hollister, but you'll also see us um, make moves to start to stand on our own as our own brand. So that's really exciting because we're just starting to dabble in that. We only have the one standalone store today. So more of that coming from us in the future. You also heard me talk about sustainability and we're just getting started there. So much more in sustainability as we move into um, into next year. Um, 
And um, let's see, we talked about the brand expression of creating happy places for people. We had a really fun contest on Instagram with our launch in July, where um, we helped um, five, you know, we essentially asked people what brought them to their happy place. And we took five of those people that told us what their happy place was and gave them 20,000 US dollars each to go to their happy place. And so that was just the beginning of um, some of the things that we're going to do to create happiness for our customers. Um, So, so much more to do in that space. Um, again, we're just getting started, so much more to come there. How how does Gila Hicks utilize its social media? Because its demographic is possibly one of the highest users of social media, be it Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. Um, how does Gila Hicks manage all of that? Right. So Gilly Hicks didn't have its own social presence until this July, which is crazy to think about. So we so we showed up within Hollister's um, social spaces, but didn't have our own. So the first that we stood up is Instagram because it allowed us to connect with our customers. Um, so we stood that up this July. Next year, you'll start to see us play in places like TikTok that you just mentioned because it makes all too much sense. You'll also see us um, start up on Pinterest, which Gen Z is getting more and more into these oh, days. It's having a re- Revival, which is really cool, right? Um, so yeah. yeah, you'll see us play in much more, many more social spaces as we get into 22. Because obviously you've got you've got the jump from, you know, being on Hollister's Instagram to moving on your own. Did you find that customers followed you very quickly? They did follow us, and we have a, a really impressive following already, um, almost up to 100k followers, and that's just in the last few months. And I appreciate what you said about everything that we've done so quickly with the brand, because it's true, we've accomplished so much in such a short time frame. Um, and, you know, the, 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 the follow along that we have on social media after such a short time is part of that story. So we're excited about that. No, honestly, I would be excited about it too. Um, my final question for you, I guess, is just something hypothetical. Obviously, you know what's upcoming for Gilly Hicks and some things you can talk about and some things you can't. But if you were to see the brand in five years from now, as from a, a personal perspective, what would be the ideal for you? We have a plan out to 2027. So I know exactly what we're going to what we're going to accomplish. And it's a lot. Most important to us is there's so such a big part of Gen Z that doesn't know the Gilly Hicks brand. Our brand awareness is really, really low. Um, and for us, that's not a bad thing. That's an incredible thing because we've seen this immense growth with many of our customers not even knowing who we are. So as they start to learn who, who we are, um, as we activate with them in these happy places, um, there's so much more that we can accomplish um, for this brand. So yes, you'll see a much bigger brick and mortar presence. You'll see um, our website continue to grow. You'll see us introduce new product assortments into our mix that we don't have today. We'll bridge into new products um, and hopefully break some barriers in how we shop across genders um, as a generation. So, so much more to come. You'll have to stay tuned because there's, there's, there's a lot on the list. I'm very much looking forward to it. Um, I just want to say thank you for giving me half an hour of your time to tell me and everyone who's going to be listening about yourself and Gilly Hicks. It's been an absolute delight. The same. Thank you for giving me the opportunity and for um, for letting us talk about Gilly. We love Gilly so much and, and are excited for Gen Z to, to get to know it better. We hope you enjoyed listening to the Industry.Fashion's In Conversation podcast. If you ever want to be there in person, 
visit our website at theindustry.fashion and sign up for our newsletter to be the first to hear about future events. Thanks for listening. Thanks again to our partners, Klarna, and keep an eye out for our next episode.